What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we have our very first international question. This is from a listener originally from South Africa, and the question's coming all the way from Kenya. Wow. Let's listen up. Hi, I'm Malachi. I'm four, and, and I... Like Paw Patrol and Dinosaurs at Night. My question is, what if Paw Patrol were big and Knights were small? Whoa, Malachi, there is a lot to unpack there. You like dinosaurs and knights, and you want to know what if Paw Patrol were big and Knights were small? Hmm... Breaking What If World News. Back in episode 25, our heroic president, J.F. Cat, was kidnapped by one Cuthuncle, an evil squid monster who lives deep down in a lake outside of the observatorium. I've got you now, J.F. Cat. Yes, it appears you do. All hope is likely lost forever. But all hope isn't lost forever. You see, the Fur Force, led by Fearless Fred the Dog with an extra long tongue, accompanied by Howdy Pooch, a Wild West Golden Retriever, and rounded out by Patty Pan, a precocious trickster of a flying schnauzer. Oh dear, I didn't want to be lead. Well, I would sure as heck lead this group, except I'm not all that smart. I'm sorry, what are we doing? Saving someone? That's a squirrel, so... Okay, I guess I'll be the leader. We join our fearless fur force, just as they're about to take off on their first adventure. Okay, howdy, Pooch and Paddy Pan. I call you here, can we go go save? Paddy Pan, please just leave the squirrel alone for one minute. Oh, hi, okay, okay. We gotta save JF Cat from the wicked Cuthuncle. He like a giant squid, that's my daddy too, so it's a little weird. He's your dad? Oh... I'm so sorry, Fred. It's okay, he only adopted me like a day ago. So how are we going to catch the squirrel, I mean squid? Asked Patty Pan. Oh, that's where my friend Abacus P. Guambua comes in. I'm sorry, were you saying my name? Your tongue is so long, it makes it very difficult to understand you. Yes, you see, this is Abacus, the headmaster of the observatorium. Hi, and I'm sorry, the squid. I'm Cusuncle's son, but... I'm still in school. I'm really young. I probably shouldn't go on this adventure. And that's why I have the solemn duty of looking after you and not going into danger myself. (laughs) Thank you, Fred. You're welcome, Abacus. So it's up to us, the Fur Force, to go and- But you said Abacus was gonna help? Interrupted Howdy Pooch. And then I, I feel like you just sort of got sidetracked with all this exposition and... <laughs> oh, he never gets sidetracked. What Fred was about to tell you, I'm sure, is that I'm going to make you all big 
using my magic. And that way you'll stand a chance against this squid. Oh, so a squid's like a big squirrel? Ooh, I want to chase that, said Patty Pan. Oh, dear. This whole furfoss thing may be a little harder than I first anticipated. But before Fred could have any second thoughts, Abacus P. Grumbler was already encanting. Alakazam and Thingamajig! Make these little puppies big! Fred the Pug, Howdy Pooch, and Patty Pan all grew till they were each bigger than a horse. Hooey! Now I feel like I can finally chase those cars. Uh, you probably still shouldn't do that. That's not very safe. And Patty Pan zipped through the air, a big blur of green. Now I feel like I can finally chase down those airplanes. Yes, and I can finally catch a submarine with my extra long tongue. But we're not gonna do that, guys. We're gonna save JF Cat. So the newly formed Fur Force headed off to find JF Cat. And there was already a reporter following them around. Newly formed Fur Force heads off to find JF Cat. Fuss sounds are all the rage. Shh. We don't want Cut-Uncle to know we're coming. This just in, desperate dogs doggedly deny do-goodery. Shucks, I don't deny nothing. That's right, we're the Fur Force. Puppies by air, land, and sea, I guess. And there ain't nothing that can stop us. At that very moment, a herd of rampaging dinosaurs crossed over the horizon, headed straight towards the Fur Force. See what you did, Mr. Reporter. Please call me Chet Clues of Clues News. Chet Clues, you just got all these dinosaurs on that tail. This just in, tail told of turbulent tail trauma to come. You know, he is good, though. Yeah, he's very good. And now we're gonna get very squished. And even though the dogs of the Fur Force were each as big as a horse, they were no match for a horde of giant dinosaurs. I think we should run away. I think we should fly away. I think we should dig holes and hide in them. The three dogs were panicking, doing whatever they could to save themselves, when suddenly that long line of dinosaurs stampeding towards them came to a complete stop. Back! Back, you foul beasts! I believe that you should leave these dogs alone. It was Sir Squiggles and Dame Dot, the tiniest, bravest knights in all of What If World. Sir Squiggles was just a squiggly little line. Granted, he was wrapped up in some shiny knight armor, but no one could explain how he was so brave. Dame Dot, well, she was a purple polka dot, wearing shiny golden armor. He could turn the end of his squiggly line into any object, and she could shoot polka dots of any size anywhere she wanted. But really, they weren't able to hurt people. So squiggles, a dame dot, get out of here before you get squished. I'm not afraid of getting squished by such dinosaurs as this. I am two-dimensional. We flattening us will not do you much, dinosaurs. For we are already flat. We are not here for you, knights, said a big T-Rex. 
Yeah, actually, we're coming to see a dog named Fred. Uh, anyone seen a dog named Fred? Uh, Fred the dog, also known as Fred the pug. Mumbled Pterodactyl, who was perched on Pop's dino's large back. Oh, sorry, we don't know any Fred the dog. You guys better go, said Fred the dog, still scared witless. This just in, scared silly dogs spout spineless lies. Pop's dino... The giant T-Rex leaned over Fred. You cannot harm a friend, shouted Sir Squiggles, turning the top of his squiggly head into a large club. We will not let you, said Dame Dot, blasting purple polka dots to cover each of Pop's dino's eyes. Relax, said Pterodactyl. We're not here to hurt, we're here to help. We're sent by the president. But I heard the president was a giant squid monster. No, we mean the true president. He wanted the Rex Express to come tell you where he was. J.F. Katz sent all of you just to deliver a message? He only sent one of us. That's right. The rest of these dino folks came with me to help you, said Pops Dino. Oh, well, I'm just real embarrassed, said Howdy Pooch. I know, the first sign of trouble, and we all lose our nerve. Even at the size of horses, we just scare the dogs. They were getting closer to the house, where J.F. Cat was still locked up by Cathuncle. This is natural, said Dame Dot. That's right, we are all scared sometimes, said Sir Squiggles. I don't believe it. You two are so brave all the time, even though you little. They were entering Waddington D.W., capital city of What If World. Do you see these dinosaurs behind you? Asked Dame Dot. Well, sure. I want to take a nap on one of them after all this is over. But weren't you afraid of these dinosaurs just a few short hours ago? Well, yeah, but we thought they were going to stomp us for sure. You were afraid because you didn't know enough. Are you saying that learning makes you less afraid? Aw, shucks, that ain't right. I'm just less afraid because I'm the size of a horse and I got an army of dinosaurs behind me. We are saying if you want to be less afraid of something, you need to learn more about it. As they walked deeper into the city, clouds grew dark and thick above them and rain fell all over the strange buildings of Waddington D.W. Buildings shaped like letters and numbers and question marks and exclamation points and symbols they'd never seen before. Squid of all different shapes and sizes and colors clung to these buildings and lay with their tentacles soaking up the rain. This is scary. Are these squiddies gonna come get us? Asked Fred the dog. Why don't you ask them? Eh, squiddy, squiddy, you gonna come get us or what? A very large squid with black and orange stripes like a tiger climbed towards them making strange noises. Oh, I don't know what he's saying. Dinosaurs, go eat him up, please. Uh, okay, said a few of the T-Rexes and headed over to the giant squid. No, wait, said Fred. Zoe only taught me a little bit of tentacles, but I think he's just saying he's scared. 
and thirsty. Thirsty? Oh, he's gonna drink us up! Oh, let's get out of here! But Patty Pan had already picked up a trash can with her big, horse-sized paws, and she was flying around catching raindrops until that barrel was full. Then she put it down in front of the thirsty squid, and it said, And it drank up all that water in a flash. Think about the squid, Fred, said Dame Dot. They are from a faraway lake. They are in a strange new land, and very few people can understand them. Are you saying that these giant squid led by an evil mastermind are actually just people who need help? Oh man, that took you a long time to figure out. Can we start helping them now or what? Fred suddenly got very serious. Friends, this is what the fur force never trained for. And he lashed out his tongue as long as it could go as far as the city block, catching every raindrop and deflecting it into nearby barrels. And Howdy Pooch started doing his favorite thing in the world. He started digging and digging, and the hole kept biggering and biggering as he kept diggering and diggering, and the dinosaurs picked up barrel after barrel of rainwater, pouring it into this pool, this lake, this home. Meanwhile, Patty Pan zipped from building to building, flying around, telling every squid in as much squid language as she could muster. Gooba, 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 gooba. The squid mostly shrugged their tentacles, but followed her anyway. And when one of these little lakes was full, Fred's tongue would drag a line through the dirt and the ground all the way to the next hole. That howdy pooch was digging them as fast as he could, and Sir Squiggles had turned his head into a giant shovel, and he was digging too. And Dame Dot was blasting blue dots this way and that, and once they got high enough into the sky, they turned to raindrops themselves. Good work, Fur Force, and dinosaurs, and little knights, but we've still got a president to save. With all the squid taken care of, quite literally, the Fur Force made the last little journey to the Watt House. But when they got to where the Watt House should have been, all they saw was Kathunkle, a giant green sallow squid that looked like it was breathing pretty heavily, laying on a wide field of grass. Kathunkle, how could you, Daddy? You destroyed the whole Watt House. Destroyed it? I couldn't even get inside. <laughs> Kathunkle moved two of its big, slimy tentacles to reveal a very simple wooden door standing in the middle of the field. I don't get it. There's no what house? It's just a what door? I bet it's just very tiny people living in the doorknob, said Patty Pan. No, I saw J.F. Cat go in there, and there were other people in there, too, and then the door closed, and... Dame Dot, a polka dot so tiny you could barely see her in this stormy weather, walked right up to the great squid. Why do you want to be in the wet house? I want schools to teach my kid what I think is right. And what do you think is right? Well, whatever I want to be right at any particular moment. Then Howdy Pooch joined in. But don't you want to make life better for all these squid folk too? My army of squid, I just want them to do what I say, so that my son and I will always be safe 
and powerful. So you're afraid? Asked Patty Pan. But I'm only afraid because I can't get in here no matter how hard I try. So maybe... So maybe you and your son aren't as safe as you thought? Well, maybe, yeah. That plain wooden door creaked open an inch, and J.F. Cat's little kitty nose poked out. You know, we're all afraid sometimes. From the biggest dinosaurs and squid to the tiniest knights and presidents. Yes, let me in. This is clearly the safest place in all of What If World, if not even me and my army of squid. And the door clicked close. Godunko, Dad, if you want to get in the what house, you have to want to learn. I don't need to learn anything. I have absolute power. (laughs) Does anyone have a glass of water? Fred's tongue lashed him over a whole barrel of drinking water. Daddy, we're the Fur Force, and we're here to save all people, even people like you who make really bad choices. Uh, Yeah, I think I need to get in some water really fast. And the Fur Force dug him out a little pool in a jiffy. Wow. Oh, I haven't felt this good in days. Oh my gosh. I forgot about my son, Sully the Squid. Is he okay? The door to the what house opened wide again, and out of nowhere stepped J.F. Cat. That's a good start, Katunkle. Who else are you forgetting about? Oh, oh, the other squid. If I could barely breathe, then they must be really sick too. That's the spirit, squid. The door to the what house opened even wider, and Sully the squid walked out beside Abacus P. Grumbler. Oh, Kathunkle, you're okay. All the squid got together again. Some went back to their home at the observatorium. Some decided to stay and live in their new pools in the capital. And others went out into the wide what-if world. Nice job, Furforth. Nice dinosaurs. You all saved the president. Well, how we did I never doubted you for a second. We, we are... Collecting so proud. Yes, you couldn't have done it without the Rex Express, that's we for sure. We said the president will. Where is he? I'm right here. I've literally been here for ten minutes. Hang on. J.F. Cat is a cat. How do you... I think you need to get back to school now. The end. Hey, Malachi, I hope you enjoyed your extra special story. I'm so happy JF Cat is finally safe. And if you're a listener who recently asked a question about JF Cat and Kathunkel, well, don't worry. I have a feeling they'll be mixing it up again sometime very soon. Folks at home, I have something I'm really, really excited to talk to you about. Miss Karen and I have finally set up a Patreon account where you folks can go and become part of our growing What If World community. What If World will always be free, but Karen and I wanted to offer you folks who are real big fans a chance to give back to us and help us contribute more of our time in return to this podcast. Go to patreon.com slash whatifworld for a free workbook, and a little video where you get to meet me and Abacus P. Grumbler himself. There's also a link there to our Threadless shop where you can get some cool What If World goodies. And if you love our show and you want a great free way to help us out, 
please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson, our theme song writer, Jason O'Keefe, our awesome artist, and all you kids at home who've ever learned about something that you were afraid of and then found it wasn't so scary anymore. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Keep wondering.